you know the 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 Kanye song, uh, like the poop de scoop whatever. Like there, like half the world will probably listen to that and be like, what in the world is this? And then the other half are like, oh my god, this is a lyrical genius, you know. So it's like he probably like we don't know what he was thinking. Like he might have been like this is the coolest thing ever, yeah. or he could have right. honestly just been like I'm gonna do something so stupid just to see if people will listen to it. I'm your host Amy J, and here on Brain Meets Mind, I extend the basic scientific idea that structure determines function to the fields of neuroscience and psychology. The title of the podcast is a metaphor for my own journey, first as a neuroscience graduate of Georgia Tech, and then as a human being and a lifelong learner. Through my weekly episodes, I aim to break down seemingly complex neuroscience into understandable content that can help you maximize your potential. Plus, nearly every episode includes a weekly challenge so that you too can join me on this beautiful journey of personal growth. You know that your brain is capable of it, so you just have to let your mind prove it. Here we go. Alcohol kills brain cells. Oh, this is a good one. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll say, just because I've heard it so often, I'll say it's true, but I'm hoping you can tell me it's false. <laughs> it's false. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you're good. wrong. <laughs> but um, it doesn't actually kill them. It just affects different parts of the brain differently. So... I'm sure, I mean, I've had experience with alcohol. I don't know if you have, but... Uh, yes. <laughs> um, the first thing to go usually tends to be memory and then balance, right? Okay. Either one yeah. of those two things. Um, and it's actually interesting... Checks out. Because the way that alcohol works on you is that the molecules from the actual liquid, once they're digested in your body, they block certain receptors that your neurotransmitters or your hormones like within the body and within the brain mm. would usually bind to. So there's something called competitive inhibition when it comes to like the biological side of things. And it's like saying when you go to the airport and there's, let's say you're at like gate C13, for example. Sure. If there's a plane that's supposed to come to that gate and take you to like San Diego from Atlanta, if that one doesn't come and a different one comes that's going to like Texas, it's going to yeah. block the other one from binding to that gate. That's how memories or the formation of new memories is kind of inhibited because your neurotransmitters that would usually reinforce new connections from being built, those are no longer happening because there's this random molecule that's blocking that site. So that's how memory is affected. And then it'll also affect the cerebellum, which is like the back part of your brain, the lower part. Yeah. That one's responsible for balance. 
Um, and that interacts with something called the pons and then the brainstem, which is attached to your spinal cord. And that's going to throw off your whole like vestibular sense, your proprioception, that sense of balance that comes along with, you know, keeping your feet on the ground when you're intoxicated. Right. So it won't kill them. It'll just block certain receptors for the time being. Where does this like idea come from that alcohol like kills brain cells? Like, did people like legitimately believe this or was it really just like a scare tactic of saying like, hey, don't drink because it'll kill your brain cells? Yeah, well, I think it kind of comes from the association with the liver because rather than the brain having, you know, like diminished effects, when it comes to alcohol, the biggest thing is like people have liver failure or like chronic damage that leads mm. to cirrhosis and things like that. So in that case, the tissue actually dies and becomes non-functional. So I think that's where the inspiration kind of comes from with the brain. They're like, maybe you're doing the same exact thing and killing your brain cells. And now you can't do random things like walk normally or like, uh, you know, like produce speech and things like that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So creativity is artistic, true or false? I want to say false, but I think it's going to be true for some random reason. So your initial instinct would have been correct. It is false. Okay. Um, artisticness is a byproduct of creativity, um, but I think it's a false like stereotype. Um, and I think what I learned from a lot of this research, just in general, about creativity is that like a majority of it is like a stereotyped uh, kind of field um, in the sense that like, not all creatives are artistic. Art, um, creativity is not at all about like what you're producing um, and like what you're, what you decided to do to create mm -hmm. something, but rather just the the process by which you got to the end result. If that makes sense. Sure. I'm sure it makes sense. But... So like when we were talking about my episodes and my first one being trash and all this improvement <laughs> since then. <laughs> See, now it's that's creativity. Yeah. <laughs> See, now now you're at a much better level because you have me on the show as opposed sure. to when you started and it was just you, you know, pressing buttons, doing doing your thing. You know? That's exactly how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what podcasting is, right? You hit record and then you just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Sound, uh, see anyone could do it I could probably do it I'll start my own podcast after this anyways coffee with uh, Kirtan that'd be kind of cool coffee with a K I'm down I'm here for I'm it I'm gonna do it and then I will have you on as a oh amazing and then I can speaker. plug my own show amazing <laughs> it'd be like a feedback loop yeah. of its own <laughs> I, I, I think we should do it um, but see okay that the process by which you got to where you are now like in and of itself, like I would consider consider it artistic, mm. but like not necessarily everyone else will because again, like we talked about, there's so much subjectivity that goes into this, um, and so I think like artists are stereotyped into being creative. Um, I can even go to say like there are probably artists out there who who aren't considered creative. They do um, like the same exact techniques that anyone else does. And like, I, I don't know, they, they could just as easily do something that has already been done many, many times before. Um, but like someone might find that creative. Maybe I do, maybe I don't, right? So um, a lot of times creativity is just about that process. That reminds me of like every time when Drake drops a new song and everyone's like, that's not original. <laughs> <laughs> Even, I love his but then, music. Like, I think it's great. Yeah, you love it, right? <laughs> but there's always someone so, that's like, nope, that's been done before. That's not original. 
even though there's a right. whole creative process behind it. Like, you try dropping all those songs. You try, you know, like, living that life. It's not the same. And, like, you know the, the, the Kanye song, uh, like, the poop-de-scoop, mm-hmm. whatever? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're, like yeah. half the world will probably listen to that and be like, what? in the world is this and then the other half are like oh my god this is a lyrical genius yeah. you know right so it's like he probably like we don't know what he was thinking like he might have been like this is the coolest thing ever or he could have honestly just been like i'm gonna do something so stupid mm-hmm. just to see if people will listen to it mm-hmm. but yeah. either way it's out there and then how you interpret right. it is like based on what you think of the process right yeah fancy all right, the next one. Is this true or false? You're born with all the brain cells you'll ever have. I am born with all the brain cells that I will ever have. Well, if alcohol doesn't kill brain cells, <laughs> I'm going to say it's true. I think you are born with all the brain cells. Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go back on that. And I want to say false cuz we talked about this earlier and your brain grows, right? Mhm. So Is that your if final your brain answer? Your is growing. I'm going to go I'm going to say final answer false. All right, your lock brain it cells in. Increase. I'm locking it in. <laughs> All right. So that is false. Yes, you're right. Oh, good. You're not actually born with all the brain cells you'll ever have. There's a whole process when it comes to human development and there's different layers that you're like embryo differentiates into and the nervous system starts off as like two cells two itty bitty little cells like not even a brain not even a spinal cord and then once they replicate you get all these wonderful neurons 86 billion to be exact (laughs) or to kind of get a little ballpark range Um, (laughs) and throughout your lifetime you keep making more connections you keep growing more neurons your brain and your spinal cord and the rest of your peripheral nervous system so those are all the nerves that are outside of your brain and spinal cord they have Mm. a whole regulation system where it's like housekeeping like all of the ones that are dying there's like an apoptosis process so all of those i know all these fancy terms are just fun words (laughs) just throwing them out there's a process by which your cells are um, like digested when they're no longer functional and then that makes Mm. room to create more cells. So there's this constant upkeep when it comes to homeostasis and regulatory systems within the brain, spinal cord, and then the peripheral nervous system too, so that you're making new connections when you're not using like old skills and things like that that you've learned, your brain's breaking down those connections to make room for other ones that you're using more so. So that's why, like I know you play guitar, let's say you hadn't played guitar in like 10 years, you're yeah. not going to be able to like pick one up like at the end of those 10 years and just start playing like usual. You're probably going to have to reteach yourself some of the chords, right? Like you yeah, have to yeah. get a little refresher. So that's because those connections are diminished because you haven't been using those for the past 10 years. So what if I like, what if those connections are diminished, right? Mm-hmm. But like I have not filled that void with any new learned uh, skills or anything like that. Do I legitimately have like less brain cells than other people? Like, is that a thing? So that's what, that's, that's an interesting way to think about it, but realize that it's not just limited to like those cells. So for example, given that 10 year time span, right? Maybe you're not playing guitar. So maybe those connections are going away, but it's not like you're replacing them with like piano or drums or something like that. You're probably meeting people. Maybe you started a new job. Maybe you started taking a new like way to get to work. Like all of those sensory images and those sensory details are being 
encoded into your mind and that's how those new connections are being re reinforced mm. so it's not like you have less than other people you just have ones that you used to have that were stronger that are now being replaced by something else oh okay yeah interesting yeah this is like a nice little neuro lesson for you <laughs> I, uh, yeah, honestly, like when, when we talked about doing this podcast, I was like, great, I will just get answers to questions that I have. Like, that's the real reason I'm doing this. Yeah. I, I didn't want to be on the show. I just wanted to ask you questions. <laughs> um, but no, I appreciate it. And all these words that you're like throwing out there, it's like, it's kind of cool because I've heard the words before. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally know what that is. And then, yeah. See, like, it sounds like I would know that because I've heard it three times in my like biology class right. or something like that. And then I legitimately have no idea what it is now. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, those are my brain cells. Well, as uh, an aside, if you want to learn yeah. more about neurogenesis, this new term, <laughs> you can go yeah. listen to episode three because that's where I talk about why it's never too late to learn. And that kind of goes along with this last myth of mine where, you know, like you're constantly growing. Okay, last myth. Brainstorming is a surefire way to get creative ideas. Oh, false. This was, I'm, yeah. yes, I'm so set on this one. It's false. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, because, well, so I think, I think a lot of times brainstorming gets uh, kind of an overhyped reputation. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that it's like a bad thing at all. Um, I, I think it's a great way to, to get started. Um, I mean, I brainstorm a lot and I am sure you do the exact same. I mean, we were talking earlier about how you come up with like podcast ideas, throwing mm -hmm. them on post-its and putting them up in and of itself. That's brainstorming, right? Creating a list of ideas or, um, kind of endeavors that you want to go down. Um, but there's actually no evidence at all supporting the fact that like brainstorming enhances, um, creativity or that like the process of brainstorming consistently provides creative results um yes it can happen uh like i mean this podcast episode for example creative genius right uh but <laughs> yeah um but like there's no evidence supporting that like if you consistently brainstorm or if you brainstorm more that you're going to get more good ideas or more creative ideas or more right. ideas that are going to succeed um, so it's like a great place to start. Um, mm -hmm. and I mean, like I would recommend it in whatever like field, um, that anyone is in, but like, it's definitely not the, the way to expand on ideas. Right. It's, it's a great place to, to gain ideas, but not necessarily create off mm -hmm. of the ideas. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is false. Very interesting. <laughs> Thanks. Well, before I wrap up this one, I want to kind of talk about the passion project thing. So I had talked about uh, my podcasting journey in a, about two episodes ago, and that's where I kind of shared this podcast as being like my creative genius side of things. But I know that you have something that you've been working on and my listeners don't know about that yet. So I want <laughs> you to go ahead and share this fun little project because it's had some crazy success in the past couple of weeks. It has. Yes. Yeah. So um, like I mentioned earlier, that logo that I was working on that I submitted in that competition, um, I kind of used my social media as like a just kind of like a testing ground because I made a bunch of variations of this logo. I get, so I'll, I'll preface it with this. The competition was creating a 
Olympic logo as if the 2020 Olympics were held in your city. So I was doing one on Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, pretending that the 2020 Olympics were here. Um, and so I took to Instagram to kind of gauge uh, some of my variations with my followers. Um, and to, to my surprise, like I got so many like votes on that and things like that. So it was like really cool to see everyone engaging with it. And so what I did was I submitted the final one and one of the, you know how like on Instagram you can have like a carousel of different images Mm -hmm. on your post. Um, One of the images had just a mock-up of a t-shirt that uh, would have this design on it. And someone texted me, I don't even remember who it was, but someone texted me and was like, I would 100% buy the shirt. So I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool idea. Like maybe I can throw um, this sort of design on a shirt and uh, sell a few and just maybe raise some money for like a charity um to help in this kind of uncertain time because this was kind of like right when uh covid was Mm -hmm. getting large and and numbers were going spiking up really um and so i did that and i created a shirt and i emailed my t-shirt guy and i was like hey like i have a shirt that i want to do uh i'm anticipating maybe 50 or 60 shirt orders within the next week and about three days into the project, I had around 400 shirt orders. Wow. And we had raised already. So after 24 hours only, we had already raised $3,500 oh for my gosh. COVID relief. Um, yeah, which is insane. And now I actually just had to reopen the order form because Yay! people just kept. I know it was it's it's unbelievable. Um, and so we are now at I just closed it yesterday. We are now at 710 shirts. Uh, sold and I don't know the money that is totaled to be donated yet just because I still have to charge for shipping and things like right. that um, but it is definitely going to be over eight thousand wow. dollars which is unbelievable and so because of the success of that project I kind of started my own little pseudo company I guess you could say um, snaps I don't all know. the way around that's yeah, awesome thank you I don't know where it's gonna go but it's called the t-shirt co um, so if like anyone wants to follow it on Instagram, we are at the t-shirt co and it's spelled T-H-E-T-E-E-S-H-I-R-T dot C-O, the t-shirt co. I'll link it in the show notes for them to look at too. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that that works. But we'll we'll see where that goes. That's that's been my quarantine project. I have nothing better to do. So I'm like, let me just start a (laughs) t-shirt company. Well, that's very exciting. So you said these shirts people can no longer buy, but I know you have stickers. Is that right? Yes, I do have stickers. Um, I can also send you the link uh, mm-hmm. to put in your um, the notes on the podcast. Um, but we do have um, on Redbubble stickers. We actually have like uh, tote bags as well, phone cases. How um, cool. Redbubble, yeah, Redbubble lets me just kind of open up whatever kind of product I want with the design on it. So if there's something that someone wants with the design on it, I'm sure we can do it. Yeah, that's sick. Ah, yeah. that's awesome. Yay. Thank you. I, I'm super excited. I had no idea it was going to blow up like this. Thank you so much for joining me today. This was so much fun. Of course. It was a little bit less of me roasting you than I would have liked. But <laughs> less than usual. I'll take it. But yeah, I'm here right? for it. Let me live <laughs> on my show, okay? <laughs> I know, right? I, I, can't, I, can't go, I can't be too mean on your show. Once, once I make my podcast, then I'll do it. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me again. Of course. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yay. I'm so glad. All right, you guys. I'll see you same time next week. 
on Brain Meets Mad. <laughs>